Welcome to the Mind Vine Podcast, where we challenge the stigma associated with mental illness through conversations about a variety of issues impacting mental health. Here we bring you news, views, and interviews that intrigue, educate, and celebrate recovery. Leading us on this journey are the hosts of the Mind Vine Podcast, Daryl Mathers and Chris Bovey. I want to welcome, uh, we've got Graham and Josh from Tokyo Police Club on the Mind Vine Podcast. Thank Howdy. you very much for, Happy to be here. you're here in the heart of downtown Oshawa. The schwa. <laughs> the schwa, <laughs> you know, at the Glorious Regent Theatre for a show tonight. And uh, so I want to welcome, thank you very much for being here and, and, and uh, joining us. You know, this is our 10th year we've done the, the show. Um, I was curious, though, when you got the offer saying it was a mental health show, were you curious or did you think, has someone been talking about me behind my back? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's something that comes up, I won't say a lot, but certainly often enough that we've thought about it where, you know, we are in a position of having, you know, some some kind of prominence. I won't pretend it's a lot, but enough that people yeah. ask us to, you know, come and do a show or participate in some way in, you know, in causes and for nonprofits mm-hmm. and charities and what have you. And it's always an interesting ask because there's it always feels a little personal to come there and be there. And obviously, or I guess not obviously if you don't know who we are, you know, we're four middle class, very fortunate white guys from the suburbs and my first reaction is always like, "Is it? Am I the guy? Should I go and <laughs> yeah, do this?" A little bit of guilt or, but I think it's it's the one thing that we do have is you know you, with that privilege has for us come a, a, something of a platform, right. and I feel like if at the least we can do yeah. is to you know use it to to come to these things and try and you know bring other people to them and, and what have you. And I think, you know, we've had artists that have a personal connection. I think I mentioned John Mann with Alzheimer's and yeah. Serena Ryder with depression. But I would guess, and you don't have to get into it, but I guess somewhere in everybody's lives, somebody in their life has dealt with some kind of mental health issue, whether it's anxiety or oh, depression sure. that you've somehow has touched your the thread of your life. And I think something that is really important to me in, in this and in many other uh, areas, we were talking about this in, in the car today, is, is the idea that we have a lot of younger fans. Mm. And I really, I remember being young and I didn't, you know, I, I got through it okay, but I didn't know a lot of stuff that I know now. Right. And I wish, I really wish I had. And I feel like we can say like so, something as simple as trying to, you know, fight the stigma right. and trying to say it's not, it, it, not only is it nothing to be ashamed of, it's just, it's, I, I won't say it's not a big deal, but if, you know, whatever you're going through right. in any context, you, you should always be able to just talk about everything to anyone. You know, every, that's the ultimate goal for me is like everyone should feel comfortable talking about their their lives and their experiences good bad whatever right. and i feel like that that is something that we can evangelize for and try to evangelize for too you know if you're 16 years old and you like tokyo police club it's like it's it's trust me it's way better to to do that and you know my, my i regret not knowing that i could do it right. when i was younger and i think yeah. that's kind of that that, I, that that's that's what i i uh, i get on my soapbox for i guess right yeah, right obviously yeah what about you, Josh? I mean, you know, what about, is it something, you know, that you can reflect back yeah, even growing up and things that... Yeah, I've had, uh, I've had a friend who actually uh, was in residence at Ontario Shores and, right. and it's an ongoing thing and I'm, I'm pleased sure. to say that she's, she's no longer there, but she's, um, she's much better, but it, it is a, it's, it's a very ongoing thing and um, it's, it was a struggle for me at first to know how to support and I feel like anybody who's dealt with it, it's always, sure. you always think like, oh, how can I help this person? Um, but um, 
the I don't know the more the more time has gone on um it's just kind of being there for that person when mm-hmm. they need you and not um not trying to overstep right. not trying to baby sure. them a little bit well and it, it's hard right it's hard for people to know how to 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 reach out and support somebody and and you know part of it is that stigma is that we we don't talk about it and we don't but we talk, you know, like other illnesses, you know, we, always, we would talk about at work how if someone has cancer, we're there to support. But sometimes people with a mental illness, if it's severe, pull away, right? Yeah, and it's it's such a, I mean, it goes back so far and I'm not the expert on it, but it is so, like, it's not, why should one of those things have any stigma? To, like, if something, um, I, I apologize for being crass, but, you know, like, if you're in the van and something weird happened with mm. your, your bathroom experience that morning, <laughs> you'll talk about it at great length. And it's like, <laughs> right. yeah, well, because it's funny, but also yeah. because why wouldn't you talk about it? Right. And maybe someone would be like, oh, well, that happened to me. And, blah, 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 blah. and you wouldn't even, I wouldn't even think twice. Right. You know? And at the same time, if you're going through any kind of, you know, <laughs> and again, not that I've ever suffered from, from a, a mental illness, but, you know, we, as you say, we've all gone through some measure of, sure. of whatever. And, yep. I've really tried over the last few years to be more op- equally open about that stuff. And, you know, what I, I'm lucky I have a really supportive environment. We all do. We are, you know, we've been best friends for 20 years. Sure. Uh, but it is. It's it, it, scary the first time you open your mouth. And then the second time's a little easier. And the third time's a little easier still. Right. And I don't know. I think it's so rewarding and helpful and, you know. Yeah. And, and like, important. Yeah. It faces that additional obstacle, too, of uh, most of the time being invisible. Right. So, I mean, you could be in the van and not know. And so it really is, it's important. Like, it's hard for somebody to to, to really dive deep and say, hey, is everything all right? Sure. And without some sort of sign. And yeah. so uh, that's why I, I totally understand why it's people deal with it for so long before bringing it up whether it's the stigma or whether it's just like right. their own embarrassment or shame and sure. it's and um yeah it's, it's really it's really too bad and it's uh it's for great sure. to show that support when it does finally come so out. now i mean you you're kind of separated a little bit you know uh, uh dave's in new york and, and greg's in yeah. california but so when it comes back and you do these shows together is it just feel like just friends you haven't missed each other or does it make it more special when you come back for these now dave said once that uh it's like the first day of school every time we have a show now and that really that's what i always go back to it really it really and maybe it comes with age too but i've never had so much fun and never been so genuinely just happy just to see the guys and to do the and to do the gigs because i mean what a first day of school it is (laughs) there's no learning but you now, you've been involved in other projects. You were working on a film or did a movie? Or a yeah, yeah. I, I, made a, I made a very, very zero budget, uh, off the wall kind of comedy horror thing right. that uh, we're actually showing on Sunday, which by the time this airs probably will Comedy, because you past. seem so morose. That's surprising to me. Yeah, well, you know, I, I like to save it for, the, uh, for yeah. my work. Okay. Uh, that's Fair why enough. I'm so dry and, and, uh, and quiet. Yes. What have you been up to, Josh? Um, not too much, actually. I was fortunate enough to have Graham ask me to play on his other project, the okay. musical side. We have project. a new band. <laughs> oh. I'd like to say, for the record, that I was when you were we were recording this EP and Josh was in the room playing some guitar part, yep. and I said to everyone else there, I was like, the big, the biggest treat I ever gave myself was getting Josh to play guitar in this band. <laughs> it's, so it's, really, it, the pleasure is all mine. It's a lot of it's a lot of fun. That's great. Uh, yeah, why why be with each other? You know, eighteen hours a day when you can do it twenty three and a half. Yeah. So exactly. And tonight, tonight is big because we've got the the mystery shirt. Yes, that, this is a new. This is Josh's <laughs> new scheme. This is Josh's Don't baby. Is this, okay, sell but, it. Um, 
Yes, Let's put the we, elevator pitch. Well, because we've been really bad at ordering T-shirt sizes over the years, uh, and we have a large storage space. So over the last 10 years, we've collected a bunch of uh, surplus T-shirts of mostly all sizes, right. except for men's medium. That one is always sold out. Um, but we've brought a bunch of them, a selection of colors and everything that we have, and our idea was for 5 bucks, you can't see the design, but we will give you a shirt if you give us 5 bucks and tell us your size. And uh, all the proceeds go to Ontario Shores and... Thank you. people will enjoy it and just... <laughs> That's great. We appreciate that. For well, sure. yeah. Th- yes. You know, the least we could do is uh, really ill-prepare for the last 10 years <laughs> and, and not consider anything while ordering T-shirts uh, and belatedly find something good to do with them. There isn't a Nickelback shirt in there. I know you mentioned them. Is there? Uh, I haven't seen one, but honestly, <laughs> no, literally nothing me. would surprise me in that store space. Someone could be living in there. Yeah, there's a right, full dude. set of hockey equipment in there. There's Is everything. There, that's yeah. everything? It's mine. <laughs> so, yeah. So, we're really excited for the show. We've got uh, Lucas Silvera here opening. Who's, yeah, he uh, sounds terrific. Yeah. And so, you know, bringing a lot of uh, advocacy for the trans community and the LGBT community. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, we're really, uh, again, really excited to, to have you here. I hope... You know, we've kind of, we hope it isn't like a casino feel. You're not quite at the casino rama kind of stage. No, although I'll, I'll lay on a little secret. They <laughs> okay. pay super well. So do they? that's okay, why, that's so why that's all good. the like 50 year old band guys are like, I'm just going to do casinos and then go home. But you have a lot of family here. So they'll uh, be the loudest, I'm sure. Yeah. And yeah. it's beautiful. It's beautiful to play in, in this old, there's like a, I don't know if you call that a chandelier, if there's some real name for it, but. It looks like we're on the Titanic. As long as it doesn't come down, we're good. Uh, we'll, be okay. well, we have like a Phantom of the Opera kind of finale plan. Oh, do you? So <laughs> I don't know who to talk to about that. But uh, My insurance company. <laughs> I think you should talk to them first, and that would be the best. But anyway, thanks very much for being there. We really appreciate you guys uh, being part of the show this year. Oh, yeah. Thank well, it's and, and thank you guys for all you do. And kind of it's hard to know sometimes where to start uh, if you want to be an ally and to get an opportunity sort of to drop into your lap to like, here's a way you can come help uh, is, you know, it really is. It's what we want all the time. And and it's so great for us to be able to do any kind of small thing. So thank you. Great. Thanks. Thanks very much. A strong activist and uh, advocate and fighter of the stigma against mental illness. You weren't sure about that one, were you? Uh, he has performed with Against Me, Cindy Lauper, Debbie Harry, Tegan and Sarah. Put your hands together. Let's get loud for Lucas Silvera. Thank you. Wow. Um, I think this is a wonderful event. Uh, specifically dealing with mental health. I uh, was invited here, I believe, by Chris Bovey um, to do this uh, in part, not just because I'm a musician, but also because I'm a mental health advocate. And that is because I've had many, many people who are close to me and who I loved very much, and myself as well, have dealt with mental health issues, mainly in depression. And so I started a campaign called the Anchor Campaign. Thank you. And um, it's very small right now, and it's very grassroots, and it was started by me. And what I'm trying to do is I'm trying through 
social media to reach out to people in isolation by either telling my own stories or asking people who feel comfortable with it and feel okay with being open about it, um, or even use a pseudonym, uh, pseudonym sorry, uh, to tell their story or give us a story about how they dealt with depression, with suicidal ideation, or with self-harm and how they made it through it. Basically, uh, the question is, what anchors you? So if you all want to go on Instagram and put up a post about something that you've gone through, and it doesn't have to even be about you know, deep, deep depression. It could be about just what in your daily life makes you feel happy and, and makes you feel grounded and hanging on to life. Because as somebody who struggled myself, I found my personal empowerment, interestingly enough, through being suicidal. And this is something that people don't talk about very often, and there's a discomfort around talking about suicide. And I think that conversation needs to be more elevated and be spoken to with more comfort because one of the reasons that half the people that we lose in our lives to suicide is because of the silence. And we always say, we had no idea that there was nothing wrong. So let's try to create an environment where we have comfort in talking about our feelings. Um, and this song uh, is called For Another Hundred Years and I actually wrote this song at a very, very dark period of my life. Um, and. So I'm doing this essentially um, to speak to what I'm trying to preach, which is to talk about these conversations. Hope you enjoy it. Thank you kindly. 
This is going to be my last song of the night. I want to thank you all so, so very much for being here. Thank you. Thank you, Tokyo Police Cup. We're coming up next. That's going to be amazing. And I'd like to thank Chris Bovey for inviting me up. And uh, Ontario Mental Health Shores, Ontario Shores Mental Health Facility. Um, I actually went there to do a podcast. And I have to say, it's really nice. And uh, people don't really realize that environment is key in helping people with their mental health. And I think it's awesome that, why is this not tuning? It's going to have to do. Um, it's key because it helps people really get centered and focused. And uh, you get to look out at the water. That's pretty awesome. So yay for them for considering location and for helping people who need the help. And just remember that mentally ill people and people who struggle with depression, suicidal ideation, self-harm, these are powerful human beings who are just dealing with sadness, you know? And uh, sometimes... We just have to ask a little bit more of ourselves um, to find compassion because you never know what somebody's gone through and why they're going through now. You have no idea what access they have. Accessibility to mental health care is really, really difficult for a lot of people because it's so stigmatized that when they go for it, they're made to feel weak. And you're not weak, you're strong. That's what makes you strong is finding help. So um, thank you for that. I'm gonna finish off the night here uh, very, very recently, sadly, we lost uh, a Canadian hero, Gord Downey, and uh, so many memories of music with that band and with him. And uh, for me, the number one thing that Gord Downey was, he's, he was a poet. And um, I'd like to dedicate this to him and for everything he did to Canada, which was to make it better. This is for Gord. Left your house this morning About a quarter after nine Could have been the Willie Nelson Could have been the one When I left your house this morning was a little after night It was in Bob Kitchen When I saw the constellations Reveal themselves one star at a time Thank you so, so, so very much. You've been an amazing, amazing audience. My name is Lucas Silvera. Coming up at Tokyo Police Club, I have some CDs and merchandise in the, in the lobby thing. If you want to come and see me after the show, thank you. Truth is dead. It's in the end. Ten feet underwater, playing millionaires. A 
swimming pool of a cool summer. This is how I met you. Went to the city to someone's basement. We paid for fifty. Ah ah. Woke in the morning and you were different. Pick us up slowly. Ah ah. It's a great cause and Ontario Shores is doing good things and we're helping them do that by being here so or you're all helping them do that by being here so uh, that's a round of applause for you act nice but my body is falling apart dress rich but my body is falling apart keep going but my body is falling apart apart my body is falling apart. Dress rich, but my body is falling apart. Keep, keep going, but my body is falling apart. All along the beaches of the PCH, quiet till I kiss you off. Looking at the mirrors till they fade away, hoping that. Thank you so much. <laughs>